Hi, and welcome to the Cosmic Prayer with our new intro there, which uh, I love. I enjoyed making that. If you are here joining uh, live right now, then welcome, welcome, welcome from wherever you are on this amazing planet. I'm here in the UK. It's 5 p.m. And if you are in the States, then uh, good afternoon-ish, lunchtime, morning, late morning, wherever you are, whatever time it is, I know that this is the right time, the perfect time to be here on the Cosmic Prayer. Yes, joining us today, we have an incredible guest who I just love and is such an inspiration for me because he is a spiritual practitioner, licensed spiritual practitioner, and in his senior year of ministerial education, uh, studying with the Florida campus in the States, uh, CSL Florida campus. Hi, Wayne. Great to be with you here today. And uh, yeah, no, Wayne isn't the guest. <laughs> I was just saying hello to Wayne. So I uh, got sidetracked there. So our guest today is a real inspiration because he has taken amazing strides and steps to create with others, to create a focus online virtual focus ministry that is doing such great things with the community uh, that they are um, collaboratively bringing together. This is it, Soul Evolution Collaborative. And so I'm just excited to, to be with Chris Laheef, who has been on the show a couple of times, and especially with the first birthday and came on um, a few months before that. So let's welcome Chris here to the Cosmic Prayer today. Hi, Chris. It's so good to be here with you. Thank you for coming on to the show and being the super guest today. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And yeah, thanks for the elevation to super guest. I, I, oh, go on. <laughs> super duper guest. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, it's, it's just wonderful to have a, this conversation with you because I know that we study together and we've been in class a lot together and this for me, this is a real treat because we actually get to sit and have a, a conversation about your beliefs and your understanding of prayer and what, what prayer really means for you. And so um, if you're ready to, to explore and delve in, then yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. So what, what does prayer mean for you? Let's start with that that question. And of course, you know, that can be whatever it means for you, because for everybody it is an individual experience or understanding. And so I'm just excited to hear what that means for you. Mm. Yeah, well, it's you know, really experiencing that. You know, I, I use the word connection, but of course, we know that there's no separation, there's only unity, there's the only one. So Connection is not the best word, but I guess it's recognizing that I am one with all that is. And so by recognizing that, knowing that everything begins in thought, in mind, then it's really opening up to the idea that we are co-creators with all that is. And so, you know, from that, we have a great power and we also have a great responsibility to go kind of Spider-Man on it. But, you know, we, we're, it's what we're doing. We have to be consciously aware and intentional about what we're thinking about. And prayer is like a perfect time to really focus. So do you believe for you that it's, um, that prayer is like a, a, um, as a, is a ritualistic 
uh, experience where you would make time for that and or is it more of a, of a an ongoing you know in the moment um like praying constantly with every word and every thought yes and yes um, ah, I definitely, yeah. yeah yeah i, I like that answer <laughs> I definitely have my moments where it is a ritualistic thing um, with, you know, meditation. I quite often combine the two and make it a really you know, kind of a formal process, which is great. Um, and then it also, like, as we go about our lives, I use my, I have a person that we talk about, you know, we talk together a lot. He's my prayer partner and we call it PWC praying without ceasing. And that's where all the time, you know, it's a practice and I've got a long ways to go to be into that place. But all the time, all the thoughts that we're having is having an effect in our consciousness, which is the one consciousness. And so, yes, I have it as a ritual thing and also trying to constantly be aware of what I'm thinking. What's my intention? What's my belief? And how do I show up? You know, recognizing the sacred in everything that we do, everyone that we meet, it's always there. And so it's intentional to be in that state as much as I can. Wow. And that, yes, and that is that takes practice, doesn't it? To be in oh, yeah. that state all the time. So that's the part where we intentionally sit or stand or, or whatever, but and come into that knowing um, and practice the prayer. And so I love what you've just said, you know, being um, P, P, P uh, W. See, <laughs> can spell, uh, practice a uh, prayer without ceasing. Um, and, and that really, that kind of what came into me in my mind when you said that was, well, I want to ask you this, you know, is prayer always answered? Um, in some form or How another. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What I heard you say was, is prayer always answered? Is prayer always answered? Because I know we we're asked that question a lot aren't we as as practitioners and and in in ministerial education we you know we come across that question is prayer always answered and uh and for me i believe yes you know yes prayer is always answered and, that, and i'm just interested to hear your take on that for for viewers that might be listening that might be thinking oh well that one wasn't that one could ignore that one <laughs> it wasn't heard <laughs> Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I certainly believe that it is always answered. Um, just sometimes it's answered in a way that maybe wasn't exactly what we were expecting. Maybe not, you know, in the way that we have asked for, but there is a deeper intelligence of which we're a part of. And so, yeah, our thoughts are always manifesting and, you know, there's so many different things to take into consideration too. Um, we are in this collective together. And so it's, always got to be in alignment with spirit with those around us with their you know their purpose their higher self there's a, a lot of factors and so yeah i think abs absolutely it's always answered our thoughts are responded to prayers answered just might not always look the same or look the way that we expect it to which you know i that's yeah. something that i always like to include is like this or something better just knowing that there's a higher purpose a higher intelligence that knows better than my human thinking mind might yeah and of course we're not begging and beseeching are we we know when we pray that it's already demonstrated because it already exists 
And so what makes that so powerful for you? Or maybe I'll ask this, um, when you first realized that, how did, how did that affect the way that you pray? Mm, that's a good question. Um, you know, it, it's an evolving process. So, you know, I've, trying to think exactly how to explain it you know it's it's that knowing um the, of that connection remembering that and then really opening up into the feeling you know the idea that the the words themselves like that's not necessarily where the power comes from but the words get us to that place to where we do know that do know that it already exists oh. already exists in the one mind and so the words, you know, sometimes it takes a lot of words to get ourself into that feeling place. You know, the power is in the feeling and in the knowing. And it's, yeah, constant, constant work. You know, we always improve and get better. And at the same time, it's interesting because as we know that all thought affects that one creative mechanism. So it's interesting. It's kind of like, you know, the idea of, getting in the zone to where if you're thinking about it, you're probably missing it. It's you know about getting beyond that. Right. You mean if you're thinking about the, the, the demonstration that, yeah. that we might want, because it is beyond that. It's not about asking for the material, the material thing. It's a deepening of our awareness of, yeah. Of our of that connection, if you if you for that word, yeah. Uh huh. That I liken it to, you know, yeah, when you hear I like that. It, I love what you're saying. Yeah. I was gonna compare it to um, professional athletes. You know, when they talk about when they're in the zone, you know, they just take the shot and know before it leaves their hands, it's already in. Or you know, if they're swinging the bat to you know hit a ball out of the out of the park, it's that same thing. Like if I'm praying, it just comes through when I'm in that state of connection. But if I'm like trying to find the right word and trying to think of where I want to go, then like I'm out of that alignment. So it's about getting in that zone and staying there. So how has prayer demonstrated for you? What, what examples can you give of where, oh my gosh, where that's actually happened? And the demonstration mm. has has been just really like a seeming miracle. Right. Well, you know, like one of the things that continually has amazed me, um, you know, as we were talking about earlier, we've recently moved and we're in, um, you know, just a fantastic house. And it happened a year ago when we were moving to a, a new town and we had our budget, what we were looking for. At that point, we were renting um and I had it in my head. It, I wanted a house. I didn't, you know, I wanted a standalone house, a yard for the dogs, nice neighborhood. You know, I had my list of criteria that I wanted to hit. And looking at the budget, it was kind of like, well, you know, we might have to get a townhouse. You know, we were moving to, it was an expensive city. And, uh, and I was in my head, like, I just, I, I know that something's going to show up. I know that the perfect place is going to show up. And we, you know, had to book a couple days to come down to look, um, you know, what we wanted to find. And we're looking at townhouses, um, 
I think there was like maybe one actual standalone house that was in there that just was not going to work. Um, and it was kind of discouraging. I'm just keep knowing it. I keep knowing it. But my you know spouse is like, it's, you know, it's not there. It's just not going to happen. And then the morning that we had to go back, you know, we're done looking. We hadn't found anything that was going to work for us that had enough space. And, you know, at the last minute, we just stretched our um, budget zone by we, we allowed ourselves to go up like $300. But it ended up being like an extra $150. And we got almost double the space. This house came up, you know, that came up like just at that within that hour. We got a hold of the person, looked at it, and it was perfect. Perfect for a year. And then the same thing you know, happens a year <laughs> later. I know. It's, the same it, thing happened again. <laughs> well, it was, yeah, except now it was, you know, this time it was to buy the house and it was moving out of the old house. And we weren't ready, you know, to buy a house. The landlady got a hold of us and said, you know, if you want to move out early so you can buy your own place, that's great. And we're like, well, we're not ready we weren't thinking about it that's why we signed a two-year lease and then she got back she's like well we'd really like to move in so you know we'd be willing to pay you to help you you know find the next place because like everything in this was in naples florida and it's a really nice town but when we moved in rents were kind of low because it was during covid and you know people there are used to vacation rentals and um you know short term or airbnb and so people that Right. You know, during that part of the pandemic, all Airbnb was shut down. And so we got it. Like I said, we had a really nice house down there that we got a great deal on. But then after that year, when she wanted us to move out, we're like, well, even if you're paying us money to move out, like everything is like double what it was a year ago. Like we still it's still not going to work out for us. Um, but then we started like, well, wait a minute, maybe if we take this money and use it um, as, you know, broadened our area that we were wanting to live in, opened it up. And then we were able to turn that into now owning a house. You know, we just bought the house and now we're going to be settled down for, we figured at least 10 years until my son gets through high school. Cause that was my daughter's thing. We've moved around a lot since 2012. Yeah. And so it's been hard on, you know, it's hard on children to move. And so that was my daughter's wish is like, yeah, it's cool. Let's move. But I want it to be somewhere permanent this time because we were still looking at, you know, do we want to keep them in the same school down there or what do we want to do? And that was, you know, my daughter's one wish is let's settle down. Like, OK, so we looked around and I, you have to up here like the market right now. The real estate is absolutely crazy. And so, you know, we found out the house that we're in. It went on the market that morning and we had the offer in that afternoon because that's how quick everything has to move down here it's crazy oh my word i mean i'm still in the first story <laughs> and then you moved again and this whole thing happened and I, as i was listening to you i know you're in ministerial and i know you're an amazing minister you know but i was thinking have you ever thought about being an estate agent because <laughs> it's like you really can demonstrate these amazing um, situations with houses and wow, incredible. And what I love about the first, the first um, example that you were giving is that when you decided to increase your budget, even like you took that leap of faith without knowing how that would be possible, spirit met you halfway. 
exactly yeah and exactly. said yeah we i'm you know this is a done deal and it, it's like we we i think this is such a powerful thing and maybe you can talk about this because from a broader perspective it's where faith comes in with the prayer that often with a prayer we're then being given a, a an opportunity to take a leap with that prayer and that's scary and we don't do it and so that's not demonstrating the way we it, it could do because we're holding back oh yeah most definitely um you know faith is essential you have to you have to have it and it's interesting um like right up to that last moment like it's a little bit of you know doubt wants to creep in like you know maybe not this time you know you've managed to get a house everywhere along the way of all these moves everyone's been perfect but you know this time i don't know you know it's looking iffy and you have to catch yourself when you're there and you know know that okay i it is going to happen and it is going to happen in the best way and letting go because like we talked about earlier that yes prayers are always answered and be prepared that it might not look the way that you were hoping um and so there's a little bit of like yeah it is letting go and just having faith that how it unfolds is going to be okay i know that it's going to be okay and somehow um been very fortunate that it does show up in the way that is ideal and that's i mean it's pretty amazing it is amazing and what i also really love is the way that your daughter's um wish there was fulfilled that was like the, for me that's like the the bigger thing that your daughter's feels secure in being in in one home now and it's it's that happened in the way that it happened and she now feels she must love it <laughs> Yep, absolutely. And really, yeah. uh, she's the one with the, the powerful manifestation skills. So it's it's amazing. She's able Isn't to that amazing how children really, there's no filter, is there? They yeah. just say it and it's like, ah, this is what I want. This is it. And it's, it appears. Yep. <laughs> Could definitely there's learn a... something from them. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Wow. I love that. I mean, for anyone that's listening right now, you're here on New Thought Media Network. You are, we are here with uh, today's super guest on the Cosmic Prayer, super duper guest, Chris Lahif, who is a an amazing spiritual practitioner. <laughs> if you need a house, <laughs> uh, find Chris on Facebook. And I know that he is an amazing practitioner who can help um, anybody to assist people. That's what we do as practitioners. We, we hold that consciousness for whatever it is that um, that our clients desire for their lives to, to have a more fulfilled expression of life. And so Chris, how's a how has being a practitioner and now being you know in ministerial and, and, and minister in the making, how has that deepened your prayer practice, if at all, or changed it or evolved it? Really, you know, it's it's an evolution. It's a constant, constant practice. You know, that's why they call it spiritual practice. Yeah, um, yeah between that and then, you know, sharing it with others. Um, I've been, you know, busy a lot with meditations on Insight Timer, and it's it's fun to you know discuss the ideas and see people that 
are outside, you know, of centers for spiritual living that are, you know, waking up to the idea that, yeah, we have more power than we, we, we thought. Um, one of the other ways that it's evolved is so, um, with Soul Evolution Collaborative, my project with, you know, Reverend Dan Granda and Reverend Ryan Pulley. Um, oh, our, thank you, Diego. Oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah, um, there's your website. Our, it's becoming more and more clear what it is that we're doing. And it's reflected in my individual prayer work in the, like the meditations that I guide is that for the longest time, I think in, you know, the science of mind, at least from my experience, it, there's been a lot of focus on the individual. You know, what are you drawing into your life? What are you wanting to experience? Um, and I feel like we are now waking up to this idea that we have to really put some focus on community, on, you know, the global shift that it's, we've done this long enough that it is definitely time now to move forward. And so it's taking our own, yeah, I see Wayne Baldwin just said critical mass and beyond. That's exactly, oh, what, yeah. that's exactly what I'm talking about. That It's now taking that belief and faith that yes, we can absolutely influence the entire globe, but we have to believe it. And I've noticed like for myself, I had a shift um, right around the beginning, right before we went into COVID lockdown, you know, March of 2020. I had a shift in myself where I realized like I've been working towards this for a long time, but I wasn't quite there yet. Um, there was still part of me like, you know, that was like, yeah, but can it really happen like in my lifetime? So that's a lot. And I hear it from other people too, talking the science of mind. And we, you know, we say this thing, you know, we hear it so often to create the world that works for everyone. But then as you're talking to people, you see it reflected back to like, yeah, but you know, of course, like a global shift, it's not going to happen in our lifetime, but we're working towards it. And I dawn on me like, why not? You know, we have to adjust our faith to believe absolutely it's possible and absolutely, yes, it's happening and make that shift to communal prayer. And that's what Soul Evolution Collaborative is really becoming more intentional on and realizing and it's deepening in me as well what my focus is. So that's fun. Very fun. Oh, this is so powerful. It's so powerful what you're saying about, you know, yes, if we, if we want a commute, if we want a, 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 a universal or if you like a planetary shift, then praying together intentionally with intention is, is really, really powerful, isn't it? And the more people that we can get to join in with this prayer, this uh, this affirmative prayer, what, what, why not in our lifetime? That's just a belief, isn't it? Absolutely. It's just yeah, a belief. It, why why in our lifetime? Why not in our lifetime? It's just a belief. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. And if we've been holding back and you know, kind of doubting it, then of course it's not going to manifest. So it's making that shift to yeah, believing it. You know, no more like doubting it of saying like it's too big we know that you know to the universe there is no big or small there's nothing out of reach that we absolutely can witness this in our time yes and do you th feel that the uncomfortableness of it because it is a kind of uncomfortable it's like breaking through the eggshell and you know just the little chick kind of 
popping out and it's not it's not comfortable in that eggshell is it inside and that's where we are and where we've been for so long and, and now we're going okay we 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 want to fly free and prayer for me prayer is a tool that we can have to use in that as we crack open the shell to um it's 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 like that bridge of faith um, to be to do this work that you're doing, which is so powerful. Well, absolutely, and um, you know this is the whole idea of the micro to the macro. So it's very similar, you know, like going back to the story about you know like you know bringing the house into my reality, like right up to that last moment. You know, it's like well, it's not really looking like it's going to happen, and like no, it, you know, drawing my attention back. Yes, it's it's happening. It's happening. It's the same thing. If you look, you know, on the global scale and you have this idea that, yes, we've been making this shift and it's and it's like speeding up and going to happen. Um, you know, my idea is like it has to happen before I go because I want to know from my children that it's it's there. So they don't have to go through more of the challenges that direct us to that. And so it's as we get closer to it then those doubts come up and things happen in the world that make us like doubt. Like, you know, there's, there's no way that this is going to happen because just look what's going on. Look at the division, look at the suffering and the pain, those, you know, dark night of the soul shadow work that happens. It's, it's there. It happens on the individual level. And so of course it's going to happen on a collective level as well. And so that's where we have to kind of, maintain that faith that knowing the idea of what this is going to look like and not be discouraged not giving up yeah and because you know we our job is to pierce through that fog that's what i believe it's like this fog of mass consciousness of beliefs that are not necessarily true that we hold on to because we feel safe there or we feel it's the norm or how can we change this or like and our work you know whether we're a practitioner or not we're a human being here on this planet so i see it as a as a moral obligation mm, I regardless love of 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 whether we practice spirituality for our lives it's morality of how we're living our lives and how we're treating this planet and how we're treating each other um and i wonder like so do your children are they really interested in what you in the practices that you choose like meditation and because i know you you really love meditating and you i've seen your orlando csl giving the meditation before before the um the celebration service and i've joined in a few times online and uh how, how does this affect your children um Yes and no. There's, you know, they they are interested in some, and then a lot of it too. They are bored and they want me to stop talking about it, and uh, <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Um. You know, they're just pretty much like anybody. Like nobody likes to be told what to do or what to think. So a lot of times, as I'm trying to, you know, encourage one of them to see an unpleasant event from another angle. It uh, it definitely comes back that like I'm, they don't want to hear it. They're not there. They're not asking 
for another way to see it. And so I need to remember that and just be there with empathy. But they they never cease to amaze me. The times where one I love my son is really into it right now of visualizing. So, you know, like with shooting a basket or doing a bottle flip with the water bottle to, you know, make a stand, the bottle flip challenge, you'll see him and he'll be like, oh, okay. And I'll just be watching like, you know, out of the corner of the room so he doesn't know I'm watching him and he'll go. And then go and flip the bottle. And he like visualizing it. it and sees it. And uh, meditation, you know, he loves being guided to meditation to sleep at night. And it puts him out like that. And um, and my daughter as well. They both, they do, on occasion, they take, you know, minutes. You know, they'll sit and let their mind be still for a minute or two. And the less I push them, the more that they do it. Yeah, that's so true. They're not going to, you know, they're not going to respond to you have to you should you've got to it's it's more of a um a witnessing isn't it they witness and uh mm -hmm. and i i believe actually i really believe that even if they protest and resist that the the seeds that we plant before the age of seven eight even if they kind of you know go way off the scale and that they never will forget what we've shown them at that young age and it and it's a gift, isn't it, for them to come absolutely. back to later? <laughs> absolutely. Yep, they're you know ten and seven right now, and yeah, they there's seeds definitely planted there, and you know they never cease to amaze me. That's pretty cool. Wow, and and children are they're they're such a light for our future. No, absolutely. They like, really are, aren't they? Yes. Um, you know, as generations go, it's, you know, more compassion, more empathy. It seems to be, you know, stemming naturally from, you know, each generation going deeper, that the seeds that have been planted, you know, generations ago are coming more to fruition now. And I absolutely see a, a kinder, more compassionate human race evolving right now. Yeah. And who who is here? Jamie? Jamie Faith, hi Jamie. Um, that's the truth. I know you had another message. Diego put another one up before. That's the truth. Um, oh, <laughs> I think Diego's. That's the truth. Thank you. Unfortunately for me, it was not a positive event with my entire childhood. You know, I was watching a video uh, the other day. An amazing woman who is not on this plane anymore and she was talking about this about our childhoods not always being positive events and she a spiritual teacher and she just said get up and i'm not saying this to you jamie absolutely i'm not i was really shocked when she said it she just said look we've got to let it go because we our childhoods each of us have come from this place and it's called childhood and we we have this opportunity to grow and expand when at the time that we're ready and then to, to do the work and let it go. And I, I believe, Jamie, that it's really powerful that you're here. Thank you for being here and sharing that because we don't always have the, the experience that we would like to have had when we were children. And it's not always easy. And yet prayer, I, prayer can really help, can't it? To shift that, to shift us into a new place. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I see uh, Jamie's previous um, comment there that says, I recently realized I'm extremely powerful. I'm down for yes. a group prayer. Count me in. Oh, brilliant. Stay in touch here with the Cosmic Prayer and with Soul, uh, soul Evolution Collaborative. Then uh, you will be empowered even more. or And you will empower us. <laughs> Because it's in that. What do you, what do you think about? I mean, soul evolution. Where did the name come from for that? How did that? How did that transpire? Um, well, it's it was powerful you know, name. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. you know, between some visioning and then, uh, you know, when we were the the three of us sitting down trying to figure out what to name it, it was just a gradual process, and uh, you know, realized you know, like soul itself doesn't evolve because it's already whole complete and perfect but yeah. our individual uses of it or awareness and you know conscious being of it is what evolves um and then you know just the idea of collaborative that we that idea just came up that we're all doing this together whether we know it or not we're all doing mm -hmm. it together and so that was just kind of fell into place and then you know as time has gone on we realize how you know, it wasn't necessarily us thinking about it. It was spirit leading us. And, you know, the name kind of like set the trend. And now we, you know, through our process are realizing more and more how the name is fitting for what it is that we're doing. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. To see it unfold. Yeah. So um, the one thing that just came to me, because uh, if Jamie is still here and Wayne is, is here on watching, it would be really cool, Chris, if you could, if you'd be willing to just talk through, you know, what a spiritual mind treatment is and in a simplified way so that maybe our viewers now can actually practice that right now by themselves because we don't need to rely on anybody either, do we, for, for, for praying. Right. Absolutely. It's something yeah. that we can all do. And, um, you know, I, I love the idea of spiritual mind treatment as taught in science of mind and spirit. Um, so I, I've got, I'm, I'm torn because I, I love the five-step process. And then I also have, you know, created a, a, an acronym that I do with clients of performance enhancement, which is called BEAR. So I'm, I'm Bear. torn of which one. I love it. I love let's, it. Bear. Okay, let's go with the bear acronym. Let's then. do something that's very specific to you. I think that would be really cool. Okay. Well, um, well, yeah. this is just something that I do. I can do it before something big that's coming up. Like if I'm getting ready to go into like a meeting or a talk or um, you know, a session with a client, I'll do it. Or you can also, I think a big part of it is, is experiencing it on the little things as well so that we get comfortable with it so that when it's time to apply it, when, you know, the, what's the, the stakes are high, then we're comfortable with it and we know how to get into that place of uh, feeling. So I'll, I'll explain this real quick and then maybe we'll compare yeah. how it lines up with the spiritual mind treatment, but oh, great. So bear, it's a B E A R and the number one step, before you're doing anything, the example that I use most of the time to describe it is taking a drive. Like if I'm driving to work or something like that, um, I'll start it in the car. So the first step is B, is breathe. So just taking a conscious, intentional breath. Just by doing that, you disrupt your 
automatic thoughts that are just rolling through you. So you take a, a breath. And then after that, the E stands for envision. So whatever it is that you're getting ready to do, whether it's, you know, going into like a difficult conversation with your significant other or in the example of driving the car. So if I'm getting ready to drive somewhere, then I just I close my eyes after taking that breath and I picture that drive going perfectly. I picture traffic opening up so I have a clear path through. I picture stoplights, you know, timing out so it's a pleasant drive. I picture people around me in pleasant moods. Everything is just flowing. So I picture it. And then after I do that, then I, the A is for align. So I align myself with this bigger thing, you know, whatever you call it, God, spirit, the universe, the flow, whatever you want to call it, that bigger thing. I just remind myself that I am that, that, that everything that exists is that. And so what I just envisioned is already there in that bigger thing. I align it. And then the R is for release, just letting go. And then I, that's it. I put the car in reverse. I back out and I go about my drive. Uh. And, you know, and things seem to go well. Or if I'm going into that meeting, you know, I would have envisioned myself, you know, listening correctly to really hear what other people are saying. And then, oh, sorry, know, that was my mouse. Picturing or, uh, you know, envisioning. <laughs> oh, it's all good the right words coming up at the right time that need to be heard and all of that just flowing. So it's, it's a powerful process that's worked well for me. Um, now you, you probably recognize how it's very similar to spiritual mind treatment, you know, our five-step prayer, it, it, you know, essentially it, it, the bear treatment doesn't have an actual step for gratitude is the only thing that's not there. So that's just kind of like a given. The gratitude is always implied, living in a state of you know gratitude for all that is, gratitude for our co-creative nature. So I love it, and I love it when you know anytime we can make something or create something or re re kind of mold, reshapes a, a process and um, and make it simple or give it our own slant so that we use it in a really simple way. I think it's a really powerful, powerful thing to do. And uh, I'm, I'm going I'm I'm to practice that. <laughs> I'm going to share it out with Jason. Say, like, okay, here's a new one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, it, it puts you in that state to help create that what it is. And state what I really like is the... Um, the breathe part because so often we well me I'm going to talk for myself I have to really remind myself to take a full breath in and a full breath out and it can be like three o'clock in the afternoon and I realize I haven't I've not been breathing <laughs> well I have because I'm here but I've not really been allowing myself to embody this experience and to feel it and to breathe and because the breath is the reminder of who we are as well isn't it spirit coming through us yeah yep I, that's it right there you know as many times throughout the day that i can remember like okay i just need to stop for a second and be present and breathe and it makes all the difference and that's really you know getting to that place of you know praying without ceasing every time you know that you take that intentional breath it it disrupts all of that thing like you just feel like the tension you've been carrying in your shoulders in your neck Yes. And you're going, going, going. You got so many things to do. 
and it, you know, it feels like you're forcing things. But when we remember, like, just slow down and move into that next thing, things just seem to kind of get done rather than having to do them. If that makes sense. Yes, and and I I really because it's just really kind of reminded me that slow down because when we when I pray, I automatically slow down. Yeah, I'm not praying in a rush. I, you know, I'm being careful about what I'm saying and what I'm feeling and getting into that, you know, into that place within me. And it's a, it's not a speedy process, is it? It's we take time and we cultivate. And um, and I think that's that's an important thing here is slowing down. We're always all on in, on such a kind of high speed rush to get everything done right now. And uh, it's not good for our mental health either, is it? To be rushing around. <laughs> nope, absolutely not. No. You know, we, we, have, we have that idea that we always have to be going and doing and you know getting the next thing done. But we know that when we take those pauses, you know, self-care is so important that when we are taking care of ourselves, if we're getting the rest, we're getting that pause throughout the day, the things that we do, we're more efficient. And we get so much more done when we do it, you know, making sure that we're taking care of ourselves along the way. Do you think that also gives, um, that allows for um, a deeper demonstration because it's, we're more relaxed? And I, I certainly do. You know, I think you have to get into that place of feeling and knowing. And if you're rushing something personally, I, I, you know, I can't speak for everybody, but I know for me, if I'm trying to rush something, like I can feel the switch. I can feel it happen in my consciousness and my awareness when I've gotten to that place. And if I'm trying to rush, I don't feel that. I don't feel that switch. And that's yeah. yeah, yeah important. Wow. Chris, thank you so much for being here. We've, I think we've still got a, yeah, we're okay for time. I wanted to ask you a question because I know when you came on to the Cosmic Prayer um, at the first birthday a few months ago, well, a couple, no, oh, about a month ago, actually, wasn't mm -hmm. um, it? was great that you came on and, and you said something about the Mah Maharaji effect uh. of meditation. And yeah. I'm really interested in that because I love him and his work and what what he what he did and and George Harrison <laughs> mm -hmm. love George Harrison, my favorite Beatle. Um, and I'm just interested because you were talking about that and group uh, the the power of being in a group, and I think this ties in with what you're talking about as as the collective prayer as well. Yes, could absolutely. you talk on it for a little bit? Yeah, certainly. Um, yeah, that's where, you know, it was a, a good friend of mine. I was leading meditations um, and I had known about this before, um, but we I started doing a weekly thing for friends and family on Facebook um, for a way to create communicate or community or um, what am I looking for? Just human interaction during the COVID lockdown. And so we would once a week, I would get on, you know, we would do Zoom and do a meditation and um, a good friend of mine that, lives in Loveland, um, Colorado. She said, you know, do you ever think about like focusing towards the Maharishi effect? And I knew what she was talking about. And I was like, oh, you know, I hadn't put that together. Um, so I started 
thinking about that more and more. And that's really now, um, you know, all my lives that I do on Insight Timer always finish with the idea of our collective. So what the Maharishi effect was, um, so the Maharishi, this is back, started in the late seventies. He had the idea and it was specific about numbers too. But the idea was if we have enough people practicing transcendental meditation around a specific metropolitan area, um, they wanted to know if we could measure the effects of whether, you know, like decreasing, you know, the crime rates, decreasing the murder rate, um, and then increasing what they called, you know, positive markers, like uh, the economy going up, unemployment going down, things like that. You want to know, like, can we influence it? And so the original experiments, I believe they were a month at a time. And the idea was you take the population, take 1% of that, whatever that number is, then you take the square root of that. And that's what his target amount of people meditating were. And um, yeah, what they figured is the results absolutely indicated that, um, you know, murder rates, crime rates fell. I think one of them was around Washington, DC. And at that time, I think it was the mayor or was the chief of police, somebody, you know, when they were getting ready to say, Hey, we're going to try this experiment said, you know, the only way to get the murder rate to go down is if, you know, we have a blizzard that shuts down the entire city, right? It's not going to happen. You know, this was back, I don't know when the DC one, if it was the late seventies or early eighties, they went on through the eighties, but anyway, it was not optimistic and they measured it, you know, according to like trends, other cities concurrently, or, you know, like the same city from the year ago, that time, um, that time of year, different ways of looking at it and significant differences that it did demonstrate that, um, you know, there's, there's naysayers that would try to argue, you know, coincidence or other things, but the results were, you know, definitive in my mind. Um, I know the heart math Institute is a really cool organization that they do similar kind of, um, experiments and, yeah, it demonstrates to me that there is absolutely, you know, power in our intention and we can affect things on a large scale. And it doesn't absolutely. take that many people. You know, I heard Wayne Dyer talking about the same thing. Um, so Wayne Baldwin here that's commenting on Facebook mentioned it yeah. earlier. That, you know, we hit critical mass yeah. and then it creates like this awakening. Wayne Dyer. It's like that tilting too. point. Yeah, exactly. You're tipping the scales. Like you hit a point and, and then it just kind of you know, starts to snowball. I think we're in that stage now where we are yeah. seeing the snowball really starting to roll and gain momentum. Um, the late Wayne Dyer said he's, what I heard him say it as is like, it's the percentage of pie. So when 3.14% of the population, you know, hit that state, then that's, okay. that, that's the amount. So in the US, at that point, 3 you know, so how many billions of people are there? What's that of our of our world? I'm not asking you to work that out right now. <laughs> I'd have to get a calculator out to do it for global. But when yeah. when I heard Wayne Dyer um, talking about it, he he was talking about the U.S. And at that point, um, you know, the U.S. was over 300 million. It was around like probably like around. He said it was around 314 million. So what that means is then you get 10 million people in the U.S. that are holding to this ideal and this vision that that's all it would take to make it then, you know, manifest and become the norm. And, you know, 
10 million people sounds like a lot, but when you're looking at, you know, 300 million, um, you know, it's totally doable in my mind that one by one we're waking up. I'm so excited to hear this because I, I, you know, I've always known it and believed it and, and hold that space for this, this shift. And yet when we hear it numerically, it's kind of like, Oh my gosh, this is doable. We have something to aim for here. Cosmic prayer. New Thought Media Network, Soul right. Evolution Collaborative, you know, everybody that's doing this and and, and intentionally um, being the lighthouse, being that beacon of light for, for ourselves and for others to know that we are responsible for our own shift. And as we do that and collaborate more and more and more, then a change is of course happening. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, amazing. And I, I think that's a, what you just said is a very you know powerful point. Um, you know, it's that idea that you know we hit this critical mass and then people will wake up. And um, I think I, what I've noticed, you know, in conversation is that sometimes people kind of kind of hold back, like waiting for that critical mass to happen, and then you know everything's going to be hunky dory. I can't believe I just said that word, hunky dory, but. <laughs> Super <laughs> um, that you know, all of a sudden it's going to happen, but then not realizing, like, if you know about this and you believe this, then you are that one that has to be doing that work now. Do that work, yes. with, you know, it has to start within. And if you really believe it, you've got to be doing it. It's not, you know, just like standing around, like, waiting for, like, when's it going to happen? Like, oh, you yeah. have to be doing the work. Oh, yeah. That's how it happens. <laughs> Step up. Uh. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and it's happening right now because now is the only time, the only moment that there is. So we can change it right now in the now. It's so powerful, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Chris, wow. What a great conversation. Like, I love it. I love everything you're saying and your insight and what you're bringing. And but before we, we kind of come to the end of the, the broadcast here, I'd just be really, um, and we always kind of leave the show with a, with a prayer, a cosmic prayer, if that would be okay with you to share a prayer. Absolutely. I'd really love you to um, inspire viewers and listeners, you know, on New Thought Media Network where, where this may be seen or heard as a podcast. Um, you know, if somebody is going through that, that place or that, within themselves of just not believing, not having faith, and it all looks doom and gloom. And because, you know, there are many circumstances where we just want to get back under the duvet and, and not actually be in the, uh, the flow of life because it's too much. What would you say in terms of prayer? Because that could sound like a very meek thing, couldn't it? Oh, go and pray. <laughs> go and pray and it will all change. Um, but what would you, how would you guide somebody just that might be here feeling, what step can I take mm. right now? Right. I, I think, you know, it's beginning by recognizing that there is something so much bigger. If you can stop and just look at the perfection, like when you were talking about, you know, at the beginning of a prayer, it's the breath that reminds us like that is God or that is life. And the way our body takes in breath, <clears throat> puts out carbon dioxide, trees taking that carbon dioxide and put out oxygen. Just looking at the absolute perfection of all that is, like the, 
it, you know, baffling intelligence of this design of what we live in, finding a way to just one, you know, recognize and remember like, yeah, there is something big going on here. And I'm part of that. And, you know, this physical experience, the ups and downs we get, you know, there's the oneness but we have this physical experience for a reason to experience this duality, to be able to choose, you know, what it is that I do want in life. And so one, you know, recognizing that this too shall pass, that there is, it, all of it is guiding me onto this upward journey. Um, and from time to time, it's okay to crawl under the duvet and just be there. Just be and not beat ourselves up and recognize that we are constantly you know, on this journey. It's all part of this amazingly intricate, beautiful design and you know, having faith that that part of us that has always existed, always will, that it's all, it's okay. Things are okay. Oh. Chris, thank you so much for sharing that and for your um, just your nurturing and your comfort there because it's, you know, some people always will say, you know, go and do this, go and be that and, and change it. And I, I really um, honor what you're saying because it's, it's really about owning where we are right now and being in that and it's, it's all okay because we're loved and we're safe yeah. ultimately. Yeah. It's all part of that big thing and yeah. you know, just bringing a sense of awe to it kind of makes it feel less painful, less. Yes. Beautiful. Thank Chris Lahif, thank you so much for being here and for sharing. If, if anybody really wants to find you, because I'm sure they're searching now, <laughs> where? <laughs> where, where can you be found, Chris? But yeah, okay. So Here. Diego put the information up. Yeah, this is a great email to reach me, Chris at soulevolutioncollaborative.org. Yes. Um, you know, look me up there. Come you know, shoot me an email if you want to do any consulting work, and then come check out soulevolutioncollaborative.org itself. We're an intentional yeah. community that you can connect with anywhere in the world. We're doing some pretty fun stuff. So oh, you are. You're doing very bold things and expanding on that as well and and it's all online it's all virtual so anyone can find you people can find you where wherever they are on the planet and i know that certain days of the week you're online with uh gatherings and you bring people together for discussion and prayer and meditation and all sorts of amazing empowering um uh, group work that people can join in uh and be a part of so uh yes check that out Definitely. Absolutely. I guess one other place too is Insight Timer. If you're on Insight Timer app, you know, feel free to come. Do I you do actually, do you have a, a whole meditation series going on there? Your own meditation thing going yeah. on? Yeah, I've got several oh. meditations there and then um, I guide oh. live meditations as well. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. Yeah, that's an app, cool. isn't it? That people can download. Yeah. It's a free meditation app. It's pretty cool. There's over 17 million people that use it. Um, there's over, I think, 13,000 teachers on it right now. So it's, yeah, it's uh, 
kind of it's hitting like a critical mass you know it's oh that is fantastic yeah, it's brilliant cool. so it's under your name chris laheef correct good yep. so people can get a daily dose of chris meditating on insight timer <laughs> yes and, great yep. oh fantastic chris thanks for having me i really appreciate oh. being here you're welcome on the cosmic prayer at any time because i know that your message is so powerful and what you're teaching is so powerful and it's just amazing that you can um be here and and people can hear you and hear about prayer from your perspective thank you for being here thank you and we're going to pray out now um so is there any particular theme or topic or area that you feel in your heart would be just uh, really, really good and really dynamic to to put into prayer right now. Mm, I, you know, I, I think just that combination of individual alignment for global evolution, global harmony. That's what I would like to see. Global harmony, absolutely. Okay, should we do this? Shall I begin, or would you like to begin? Your call. Okay, I'll begin. Okay. And then I will pass it on to you because I know that you will um, absolutely, you know, pray with such amazing intention here because that's what we do on the Cosmic Prayer. So I'm inviting us and, and whoever is listening or watching right now, Diego, if you're here watching from behind the scenes. Thank you, Diego, for being such a fantastic show producer here on New Thought Media Network. And I know that as we close our eyes and we open our hearts intentionally, take that one breath, as Chris had, had, had reminded me of before. And as we breathe in and breathe out, we restate we remind ourselves, and I'm reminded of this one power, this one presence, this essence that I know as the essence of all of this experience of life. Call it God, the divine intelligence, source, infinity, creative intelligence, whatever it is, because for each of us it, it has a different name a different label and yet i know this as as god and as i breathe that in i i know and feel this presence this power as the wisdom and the joy and the light the love the harmony the peace of all of life it always has been it always will be this is the nature of this thing called life as I open up to this and I remind myself of this over and over again and here in prayer, I unite, I unite with the knowing of who I am. I unite with this deeper understanding, this deeper awareness that I am one with this, that I am united with this as I am, we each are, Chris is, Diego, New Thought Media Network, each of you watching and listening here right now on the Cosmic Prayer, that we get to show up as our one individualized expression of this divine, of this divine source that is flowing through. 
And so I know that individually and collectively, we are love, we are loved. And as I see us each opening up to that so much more greatly in our hearts, in our minds, in our beingness, that we get to experience this love for ourselves. And this is so good. This is God. And as I breathe into this, I pass this on now to Chris. I pass this on to Chris. Gratefully acknowledging and agreeing with all that Laura said that absolutely there is just this one, this one thing that all that is, that is through each of us, that it is a powerful thing to step up into this knowing and expressing that right now at the core of it all, there's only harmony, there's only peace, there's only calm, that it is all that oneness that in this physical experience that we get to have, that there is this experience that we get to have, this richness of this physical world that reminds us, that guides us, leads us to that, to making that choice of what it is that we wish to experience and express in bigger ways. So knowing that this calm, this brightness of just knowing is available right now at the center of everyone's being. So no matter where you are, where you're at, bringing your attention and awareness to this greater thing, this infinite intelligence at the center of it all, knowing that everything in each individual's being is this, is this physical manifestation of this original cause, this original thought. So we are simply here to express, explore, and allow ourselves to ride that spiral to greater awareness of our true nature, knowing that there is an infinite intelligence within us, accessible to each of us, so as we bring our attention and awareness that we can draw our attention away from the seemingly ills of the world, the surface level awareness, the surface level, the, the suffering that seems so deep and so prevalent that as we witness this as a way to direct us to choosing a better way of being, that we can observe and recognize and then through that opening up to our our natural desire to see more harmony and more peace and more calm that as we tune into this more and more people across this planet are awakening into that divine guidance that knowledge that the desire to see the desire for which we wish to manifest is contained within that ability to have that unfold so we say yes to this new way of being on this planet to this new consciousness, this deeper use of consciousness in a way that works for more and more individuals, that right now, one by one, more people are awakening and choosing love rather than fear, moving into a state of harmony and cooperation, kindness, rightness, sharing and evolution, empathy, all of this, that we are waking up, that we are stronger when we work together that we are letting go of any appearances of division and choosing a way that we are able to move harmoniously, to cooperate, to communicate deeply from a place of deeper knowing that this grand pattern of perfection that exists in nature also exists within each and every one of us. So as we 
tune into this divine pattern. We are tuning into this divine intelligence where we are led and inspired and guided into a way that truly creates this world that we feel at the core of our being is absolutely possible. That this way of being in this new, this new earth is coming to us now. So we take action on those inspirations. We remember to stop and breathe and align ourselves with that deeper presence. So I express and affirm that right now there is greater peace in the planet and that this peace continues to expand and deepen second by second, that this is absolutely unfolding and it touches the center of everyone, that everyone has this available to them to know the peace within. So in deepest gratitude for all, for all on this planet who are leaning towards love at this very moment, who are awakening around those, bringing others into their experience that are awakening also, deepest gratitude for everyone's intention to move in this direction, I say thank you. And I say thank you for the creative mechanism of the universe that takes our words and thoughts and unfolds this. And I say thank you for the infinite intelligence which brings this idea to us. Thank you for it all. And then I just let these words go knowing that it is already this divine blueprint in the mind of spirit that now it is simply ours to, to act upon and allow it to unfold. So as I let it go, I know that it is a joy to see it unfold in our, in our sight. So I use these words to simply affirm with the universe, knowing that it is already done. I simply say, and so it is. And so it is, Chris Lahif. That was a cosmic prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here, Chris. Thank you for having me. It was a joy. And it was amazing. And thank you for everybody that's watching here on New Thought Media Network. Uh, please like our YouTube channel and our Facebook page and stay tuned into this network because there are amazing broadcasts and shows that come up every day just like this. Uh, and this is, this is an exception, though, because I'm just really excited that Chris has been on here and shared so deeply and so powerfully on his um, understanding of prayer. What a lesson today has been. New Thought Media Network is an online ministry, broadcasting ministry, and a focus ministry um, that is the vision of Reverend Robert Brzezinski. And if you are fed by this and love it and want to be just, you know, showing your, your financial um, love for this network, then you can give consciously. There is a donate button in the video, uh, dialogue underneath you just have to click on that and you can give from your heart and be a part of this reciprocal process which we know we are all in anyway so doing that with faith just really expands our own prosperity consciousness every time and stay tuned on new thought media network for more check chris out at soul collaborative evolution and until next time on the cosmic prayer uh, have an amazing day Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for listening to Cosmic Prayer, your weekly shift with Laura Topper on the New Thought Media Network. If you've enjoyed this programming, please tell a friend and join us again next week for Cosmic Prayer, your weekly shift with Laura Topper.
New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring.